You're listening to the System Semi Podcast, episode number 271. Today, we're going to be talking about how to build thought leadership as a service provider on Instagram. So stay tuned. Hey, I'm Jordan, and my business love language is efficiency, because who doesn't want to sip pina coladas on the beach while your business runs on autopilot? We're here to help overworked one-woman shows become streamlined solopreneurs. And now with over 150,000 downloads, this is the System Save Me podcast. Hey, y'all. I'm super excited to bring this guest to you today as somebody who loves me some Instagram in my life. I always love talking about different ways to use Instagram and see it as a really fun environment versus something that you have to do as a lot of business owners, you know, social media can feel like a have to, or just a task on the list, but how can you make it something that you enjoy and that you look forward to? And I really think you're going to find that in this conversation. So to help us with this, I am bringing on Miss Preeti to talk to us. So Preeti, how are you doing today? I'm doing good. How are you doing, Jordan? I'm doing very well. Thanks for asking. (laughs) And so go ahead before we dive into the deep end, go ahead and tell us a little bit about you and your business. Okay. My name is Preeti and I'm an Indian based in Amsterdam. I call myself multi-passionate entrepreneur and here is why. I'm a travel YouTuber and I used to lead an indie rock band as a vocalist uh, for a few years. I worked in the Indian startup ecosystem for almost eight years as a social media marketing strategist for some of the fastest growing technology companies. I moved to Amsterdam a couple of years ago, set up my own creative Instagram studio called Your Socially, where I help multi passionate entrepreneurs just like me with visibility on Instagram. Often the fear of showing up online on Instagram in a way that it mirrors your true personality comes in the way of people even putting in the work to show up because they're constantly living in this fear that what if my Instagram doesn't represent my true brand? So this is where I step in, coach them into showing up authentically online so that they have fun while doing it and also claim the recognition that they actually deserve. So yeah, that's what I do. (laughs) Fun and unique. What a rock band. That is, I would never have guessed that. That is such a (laughs) Yes, yes. And that's the exactly the reason why I work with multi-passionate entrepreneurs who cannot really define themselves in just one line, you know. And these are the kind of entrepreneurs who find it so hard to position themselves as this one person who does this one thing best. So that is exactly the kind of people I work with. Yeah, it totally makes sense. And it it allows you to be more human and connect with different types of people too, which is really fun. So let's get into what we're going to talk about, which is how to build thought leadership as a service provider on Instagram. So talk to us about what your clients' businesses are like before they've even started implementing, you know, this idea of thought leadership and define thought leadership for us too, if it's a new term for folks. Okay, thought leadership is something that positions you as not just as an expert, but as someone who has a unique take as a solutions provider in an industry that you are. You don't really want to be seen as just someone who knows about this one thing, but you also want to be known in your industry as someone who has a really fresh perspective, someone who inspires innovation and influences people with that 
unique perspective, which essentially is what thought leadership is about. And today we'll see in any, like whether in a startup world or in the technology world, almost every organization is really working towards building thought leadership and credibility and wants to position themselves to talk about pressing issues that really impact their audience. And this is why even personal brands should be very conscious about what are the things that they are talking about beyond their business and what are the things that really matters to them as a business owner. So this is what we are going to be covering upon. So I'll be helping you guys with, you know, content topics that are outside your business, but are also relevant to your business, but helps you position yourself as an authority figure in the industry that you're in. So we can get started on that. Yes, let's do it. All right. What is the first like content pillar that we should be focused on? So the first content pillar, obviously, it has to be about your business, right? So goes without saying, you need to be talking about who you are in your business and how do you do things differently as a business owner? For example, I'm an Instagram strategist. And so there are thousands of other Instagram strategists online. Okay, so besides talking about what I do for a living, I need to talk about how are my solutions different from other Instagram strategies. So your first content pillar has to be related to how you are different from the rest of your competitors, which means that you need to really shine light upon, you know, what is the context of your business, who you are speaking to in your business, who you are working with, and the larger purpose of why you do what you do as a service provider, right? So that should be your first and foremost content pillar, which is basically uh, what you do in your business but from the light of a unique positioning. Yeah, that totally, totally makes sense. Like dip your toe in, showcase, you know, that's the lowest hanging fruit, right? It's just sharing your expertise and that feels comfortable and that feels good. So that totally makes sense. So what is the second pillar? So the second pillar is educational, which is pretty much understandable with the meaning of it, which this is the pillar where you start talking about topics that provides insights, like deep insights where you're answering exact solutions that answers problems to your for your direct customers or your direct audience. So try and identify what are the most pressing challenges of your ideal audience, what are the questions that they want to ask you, or what are some of these questions that you're seeing on Quora, on LinkedIn, on other social networking platforms, and try and address these problems as solutions through your educational content. So this is the content pillar that will draw more and more audience to your page, because essentially, you've created this really wonderful page where you are answering real problems through your, you know, subject matter expertise. So yeah, educational is, should be one of your key content pillars. Mm, And so when you mentioned, like, what are your most common questions? Like, where are you pulling these questions from? Are they from your clients? Are they from your Instagram DMs? Like, where are they starting from? Yeah. So one of the key things in any social media marketing strategy is social listening. So you need to be very, very observant about what these relevant topics that are coming up 
in your idol audience world, right? What kind of questions are popping up in your DMs? Not just on Instagram, but even outside your Instagram, if there is a blog or if there are relevant YouTube videos which have similar content that is similar to your business, try and read those YouTube comments and try and see what is the most common questions that are being asked. And now what you do is you convert those questions into materials for your Instagram content and start addressing those questions as uh, videos or stuff that you talk about in your stories or have an IGTV series if you see that there is one really big large problem which is common for everyone you know so social listening should be one of your key uh, you know things that you should be doing strategically and making note of all these questions that people are asking you Mm, yeah, no, that's a good point. Definitely not just using Instagram, but all the different venues that you have. If people email you with questions or clients ask you questions on your coaching calls, you know, making note of those exactly. and using as content. Love it. All right. What's the next content pillar? So the next content pillar is my favorite one, which is your core values and belief systems. I think this is the content pillar that reveals a little bit of your personality. And I feel that no personal brand is exciting if it doesn't have a little bit of your truth, your personality. And people talk about authenticity all the time, but unfortunately, there's no framework for authenticity because this is not something that can be taught, right? You need to really, you know, step back and really listen to yourself and understand who you really are beyond your business, right? I mean, you or me, Jordan, we are not just about our business, right? We are so much beyond what we do in our company. So try and identify what are some of the key life events that happened in your life that shaped your belief systems, that made you who you are today. And that is the reason why you do your business in a certain way. So your core values and belief systems are some things that will tell people about how passionate you are, about who you really are in the world, besides being this really passionate entrepreneur. And again, core values are something that people don't like really, they sometimes find it very overwhelming. Like, I don't even know what my core values are, but there's this really simple and strategic way to figure out what your values are as an entrepreneur. Just go home and kind of do this journaling exercise and identify some of the key life events that happened in your life and what are the major transformational decisions you took in those life events. And these events will actually tell you that why did you take that kind of a bold decision and what do these events really reveal about you when you made those decisions, you know? So that way you will really understand, okay, maybe things like commitment or things like truth, honesty, or whatever that is. These are some of the adjectives that came from when I did my own journaling exercise. So you need to have a content pillar which reveals your values as an entrepreneur because these are some of the things that will tell your truth, you know? Totally. Yeah. I think that is important too, because people want to follow or like, or buy from people that have similar values. And if you aren't expressing yours, then you're actually missing out on a way to like get deeper connected to your audience or to your potential clients. So I love that that's one of your, one of your pillars and is one of the best ways to do that in the sense of, you know, just stating what your pillars are or doing quotes that resonate with your values? Like what would you say are like content types? 
the reason why i mentioned about core values is if there is something that really matters to you as an entrepreneur as a human being then you will start picking up and talking about relevant issues in your ideal clients or ideal customers life if there are any pressing issues that impact you and them both and if you share you know if you have shared feelings about something you talk about those events and you talk share your perspective about those issues and that is what will reveal what you stand for and what matters to you the most you don't have to directly talk about your belief systems but basically identify content or identify ideas where you document about a specific event or something that's trending in the industry or even a quote maybe but basically identifying personal stories that tell people who you really are in the world yep that totally totally makes sense awesome all right what is the fourth one so the fourth one is uh, thought leadership which is the crux of this episode and when i say thought leadership it encompasses everything that you talk about in your business whether it's educational your core values your personal story everything but when it is thought leadership this is something that needs a lot of work what essentially is thought leadership thought leadership is your unique perspective as an industry leader how are you doing things differently in your business versus your other competitors so this is where you need to really work on honing your unique perspective as a leader okay so if you are proposing solutions for a problem in your industry what is your purpose why you even became the solution provider okay think about what some of the things that make your services different from the rest of your competitors when we talk about when i say your unique perspective as a industry leader you need to really do that work in trying and understanding that how are your solutions different what are you doing things differently and this is where you need to do a little bit of deep work that they say you have to get into the depth of your subject and try and identify deep insights and come up with real statistics and figures and be the first person to talk about a new industry topic that has come up in your business for example if i am an instagram strategist i should be on top of things that are happening on instagram i should be the ones who should be intimating my audience about what is new on instagram talking about guides what are the 2021 predictions for instagram how is instagram going to be game changing for you in 2021 so if you want to establish thought leadership you have to be the leader in the space that you are in you have to create trustworthy content and be the first person to share newer insights from a very deep level as an industry provider this is what will differentiate you from the rest of your people because essentially everyone is talking about the same thing but what is your unique creative spin and how you introduce your subject to your audience versus someone else you know so this is where you need to do a lot of work and identify your unique positioning your creative spin and how you talk about a your topic versus someone else and then also the depth of the subject is something that you need to work on on an ongoing basis you never you know say that you know enough about your industry you need to keep working towards how much you know about your industry and keep doing that research work to you know be successful and to be really known as a thought leader that you are and for that to happen you have to do a lot of research be on top of all the industry trends and also as a part of this content like thought leadership content pillar you should be doing a lot of lives with other 
industry experts who are doing similar things than you hosting those discussions on your instagram igtv lives stuff like that because this is where you will be seen as someone who is leading these discussions and someone who's building this network of people who have you know similar values and who share similar topics of interest have you been hearing all the buzz about vip days or one day virtual intensives and want to create one for your business but have no idea where to start head over to systemsamey.com slash quiz and take our new 60 second quiz to determine what kind of vip day you should create you'll get a detailed report with action items and exclusive structuring tips straight from the mouths of successful vip day business owners Ready to take back control over your schedule, your energy, and your income? A VIP day might just be the way to do it. Get started today at systemsamey.com slash quiz. One more time, that's systemsamey.com slash quiz. Yeah, I love it's framed in a way of like what goes on in your industry and what's your unique spin on it. I think, you know, thought leadership again can feel fluffy and that just makes it really, really clear and concrete. And so do you have any like journal topics or prompts to help people really actually process what their opinions are? Because it's like one thing when it's like, you know, you have a way to think about it versus like, what's your opinion about your industry? It feels really broad sometimes. Yeah, exactly. And so that is the thing, right? This is the most interesting experience when I work with clients to actually find your unique positioning as an industry leader. And you need to see that, okay, if you have this particular service that you're offering to your ideal clients, what is it that you do differently and find that unique, you know, they call it unique value proposition, right? How is that unique and in what context? I'll give you a very simple example. For example, if you are a yoga teacher, would you just say that I'm just a yoga teacher or there can be interesting ways of introducing you to the market, which is that I am a yoga teacher for, you know, for young mothers, you know, who are struggling with getting me time that is also therapeutic and also healthy. I'm just giving an example here. So how you position yourself in a market in a way that you know exactly who your exact audience is and what is the transformation that you are providing for that exact audience in a way that people understand who you are, right? So firstly, identifying your unique positioning and what is the transformation you are providing and then have a story around it, then have a purpose to it. Okay, why is it that you what you do and then highlight those issues as a thought leader and get into the depth of it like okay post pandemic world how many people got affected uh, you know how many mothers actually got affected because they are having pregnancies at home or whatever that is so you have your own creative spin and a thought leadership angle as a service provider and create content in a way that no one else is talking about it you know but also being conscious that you are addressing it as a way that people really, you know, understand the point, not in a way that it should be just like a PR strategy or something, but really getting into the depth of the subject and trying to figure out your own unique creative spin. Love that. Yeah, that's super, super helpful. I'm like an examples person. So the healthy stuff was good too. So what is the last pillar for our people? So the last pillar, actually, there are two more pillars. One is humble brags. 
which I call it. So humble brags is never shy away from bragging yourself on Instagram, whether that is social proof of your clients talking about your work, brand partnership, podcast interviews, like how I'm doing on a podcast today. So no matter how small or big that win or achievement is, own it up, talk about it as if that is the biggest achievement that you've ever seen in your business, because this is what social proof when a third person is talking about your service is something that has a completely different kind of an impact and influence. So humble brags is a content player that you must have on a weekly basis. Try and identify did someone mention you on LinkedIn? Did someone tag you on a post on a Facebook group? Did someone mention you on on an article? So try to make a list of things where you're being mentioned at different places, not just on Instagram, take a screenshot and make sure that it is all aggregated together in form of a highlights or as a carousal somewhere that people can quickly see and look through those testimonials. Yes. I love a good humble brag. I think that it's, I think people shy away from this one because they make it feel, they put their own meaning on it, but really how do people know what other people think about you if you don't post or if you don't share. So I love that this is one of your pillars. And then what is the actual last one? The actual last one is uh, your unique backstory. A lot of people uh, set boundaries about, oh, I don't want to be talking about my personal life on Instagram, which is understandable. We all love our boundaries, but not every you know, sometimes people don't understand the personal stories do not necessarily mean your relationship or what coffee you are having, right? Personal stories could also mean about things that really matter to you, things that are common in between you and your ideal customer. For example, if is try and identify topics that are common between you and your customers or your clients, is yoga something that is common between you and them? Is motherhood something that is common or is traveling is something that is common between you and them so you need to have a content pillar which is slightly lighthearted, which is not directly related to your business because this essentially is a pillar which where you bond with another person you know if I and my ideal customer meet at a cafe we'd probably start talking about something that is common in between us and not just strike off a conversation about our business right so identify what are those common connection points and start including them in your content because this is where people are going to be high-fiving with you or saying, hey, I was there, you know, this happens to me as well. So try and identify these content topics because these are the topics that spur conversations, start a DM conversation or, you know, encourage someone to actually comment on your content. Oh, totally. Yeah. I think backstory too is one of those, like people feel comfortable with education and people feel comfortable in some of those other pillars, but I feel like the humble brags and this last one of your story are the areas where people freak out. Yeah. They freak (laughs) out a lot. Oh, who cares about my story? I'm super boring. I have nothing, you know, all that garbage. And so what would you say to somebody who, especially in the story part feels like I don't have anything important or interesting about me. Like, how do you mm-hmm. actually start to identify? And oh my God, Jordan, now that you're saying this, I have to say, <laughs> this is the most common thing ever. And some of yeah, my clients have said, oh my God, Preeti, why would someone listen to my story? Who am I to, you know, have an interesting Instagram profile? And these are people who are some of the most smartest, intellectual, deep thinkers I know. You know, they could write a book if they could. 
but it's just that instagram sets this expectation that you have to seem like a cool kid with you know a lot an adventurous life but it's not really that you know you are forgetting that there are people just like you who also assume that their lives are boring but i think the joy the fun part about documenting your journey as for your personal brand on instagram is to find do a lot of journaling when you journal when you spend a lot of time with yourself you reflect upon key things that are happening in your business in your personal life that are changing you we all are so busy living our lives from one day to another that we have, we forget to actually live in the present as cliche as it sounds but when you sit down every day take out 10 minutes of your time think back and see okay what was the most story worthy event that happened yesterday in my life or last weekend and when you start documenting these things you will actually find such beautiful stories it could be as silly as you know you just you did something different or you tried a new recipe and what did you learn out of it you know things like that and no other social media manager or brand strategist can give you these ideas because these are the things that are happening in your life and if you're not living it if you are not recognizing it then what is even you know the point of building a personal brand if it's not personal you know so you have to be able to highlight what are some of the exciting things that are happening and don't miss out on those exciting things and make sure that you make journaling a part of your everyday routine mm yeah that's so so good yeah i think that you know we want to build personal brands and then we don't want to get personal it's like <laughs> what, what are we doing here so i love that you brought that up yeah i love these pillars and i really think that again it gives people a really clean way to show up and yeah. again be considered a thought leader in the space because you have to have a unique point of view in order to really stand out in the marketplace so with yeah. that do you have any tools that you love in your business and that you want to geek out on for a minute or two oh yeah i love tools and i love systems <laughs> and the one that i use to manage my editorial calendar and also help i coach my clients in setting up their own social media calendar airtable is what i love the most when it comes to managing your entire editorial content in a database and notion is where i um store all my thoughts and document and journal and put together what is happening in my business so notion and airtable are the two things that i absolutely love later for scheduling of course but as a social media manager i work with multiple clients at the same time but if you are a service provider if you manage your own business by yourself you don't want to hire another social media person or a va or something i think you don't really need a scheduling app you have all you need is a simple content calendar i do have some content calendar templates on my website so you can go check it out as templates on my website the link will be uh, in the description yeah those are my favorite tools nice yeah we use later for our scheduling so that's super fun and then if people again want to dive in deeper what is your freebie that you want to give everyone access to So yeah my freebie is actually it is everything that we discussed today and more so it's an ebook which i call how to build thought leadership and visibility on instagram so it has all the details of your foundational types of instagram content pillars you need to have it has an authority building instagram bio formula that you need to have i feel a lot of people don't use their leverage instagram bio as much as they should so uh, the ebook will have all these details and it also has these journal prompts 
to figure out what your Instagram purpose should be, who you should be speaking to, what kind of personal stories you should be talking about on Instagram. So feel free to download this ebook, which you can find on my website, yoursocially.com slash visibility. I'm going to leave it here with you. Perfect. Yes. So we'll have that in the show notes and the description so you can go and easily check that out. But also where can people find you? I'm assuming we can all guess one place, but (laughs) with us all the places. Yeah. So I'm on Instagram and you can find me on Instagram. I am very active on LinkedIn as well. I'm on Twitter, but I think Instagram is the place where you can directly, you know, get in touch. I also have a YouTube channel, but that's my travel blog. So if you feel like, you know, getting some travel inspiration, you can always feel free to come. I'm present pretty much on every social media platform. Awesome. Perfect. We'll have all of the links in the show notes. And again, thank you so, so much, Pretty, for sharing your philosophy, (laughs) your pillars with us around really this thought leadership aspect. And I think a lot of people will be able to easily implement, which is exciting. So thanks so much for being on the podcast. Thank you so much. It was my pleasure. It was so refreshing to have this conversation with you and- All the very best for Systems Save Me in 2021. (laughs) Thanks for listening to the Systems Save Me podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review on iTunes or send a screenshot on Instagram while tagging us at Systems Saved Me.